Hello and welcome to the Crunch Time After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. This week we're talking about episode three, The Business, and we're talking about what we would do in the brain frame. It's going to get real weird in here. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. The shades are so appropriate, Mark. So good. I, like I have all, no idea what you're talking I about. I like that we're all like headbanging and not. Mark's just like serious business. You cannot do it. It's so good. It's so it's good. I love this show. I it's, love this intro music. It's, it's so very good. Tron legacy, and I'm just like, I love it so much. Oh, so good. Like, so good. Well, what is up? If you haven't guessed, uh, we are. Uh, we, we, this is the AfterBuzz After Show for episode three of Crunch Time, guys. I'm excited to be here. I am too. So, so exciting. We are back. Yes. Uh, my name is Patrick Dees. You can find me on Twitter at P to the D's, and I am joined by the entire Rooster team. To my left. Smart uh, Donica. I have the internet Smart Donica. Patrick, this is weird. This is we're trying I to know. switch up all of our different seating assignments for all of our different shows. Assignments. Like it's important. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like yeah. And this calling role. This is the first Mark time we're present. doing boys vs. girls. That is a little weird. If I'm not in seat one, I'm in seat four. We don't stand a chance. I don't <laughs> think. It's like if, we're going if down. I were a betting man, there's no way we win fight, this. Fight, yeah, not fight. a chance. Kiss, kiss. Wait, what? <laughs> Next to Mark down the row, we've, we've got Ms. Megan Salinas. Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. And the woman who's always in seat one or seat four. <laughs> at least for Rooster <laughs> Teeth Joe. Right, for seat 14. <laughs> Hi, all my buddies. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaget. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the hashtag ABTV Crunch Time, which we've already got people talking in that. And we oh, have the live we chat. We've already got people talking in that, too. I love you guys. If you have something fun to say, throw it in the hashtag. Throw it in the live chat. You may well get a shout out. Thank you, Caitlin Geddes, who tweeted, home just in time for ABTV Crunch Time is Aww, what I call winning. Winning. Aww. Is what I call winning? Winning. Yeah, I love it. Aww. Win here, win there, win, win everywhere. So good. And we want to involve people in the hashtag for one of our questions we're talking about later. Yeah, sure. So as you guys know, um, this episode, you've, if you've seen, if you're watching this, you've probably seen episode three of Crunch Time. You know that. that if you ta- haven't, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop <laughs> this immediately. If you haven't, get your free month of Rooster Teeth first sponsorship so right now. Yeah. Oh, right. Do the thing. Win the stuff. Ruby is starting this Saturday. It's true. Guys. It's More true. on that at the end of the show. Yeah. Exactly. Great. But tweet at, tweet at us. Use that hashtag. Let us know what you would purchase, what your ideal brain frame scenario would be. We're going to get into it. What you would pay money for. We want to know. Pay all yes. that money. Pay all that money. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. I like to this be show here. a lot. I do too, right? I've been thinking about this after show, like for I mean, since since we closed the last one, I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> I dislike Sam more than I like the show. Is that true? That's very strong. Wow. How are I don't great. like his character. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling he's you, he's the villain. Yeah, I'm probably uh, at this point because this is the, the second time around for Megan and I watching these episodes sure. and going. Yeah, no, yeah, he, is... everything bad that happens happens because of him. Yeah. And we're definitely going to see more of that in episode four. I decided that we should all be on the same page, so I caught up to episode four as well. Uh, have you seen episode four? I, I have seen episode okay, four, good. and I stopped it. But that's that's next week, y'all. We're doing which, it episode by episode which now. Which took a lot of self-control, because yes. they're all available right now. I know. I know, and it was real tough for me not to just go, well, I can see five and six, but... <laughs> but we are... No spoilers for us, you guys. We've all seen episode four, but neither of us have seen five or six. Nope. And yes. we're doing this episode by episode now, so please, no spoilers. 
We adore you. You've yep. been very, very good at that so far, and we really super appreciate I, it. I do love you. are always living on the edge about spoilers, right? I feel like normally I'm just like, oh, I gotta ingest it all, but you like very frequently have told Twitter, just nope, just do not, and like people well, have treated I'm you on all right. Tumblr. Tumblr's really good Drink. at not spoiling me. Twitter's really bad. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely, for, for like stuff that I, I come in for after Buzz, mm. there's yes. stuff that airs on the East Coast, but we watch the West Coast feed, and I'm like, I can't wait to see what happens on tonight's episode. Oh, what's that? A direct notification? And I look, and I'm like, God. Oh, no. And it's a gif it's of the like worst. the thing no, no, that no, no, happens yeah. in that episode. Yep. That, yeah, I get that specifically for one show that I do here. Which show is that? I'm not naming okay, names, otherwise enough. I would have said so. Fair enough. Fair they enough. know who they are. Fair enough, fair enough. You know who you are, you know what you did. Right. <laughs> it is Halloween season. It is. Um, really quickly, before we get into yes. the episode, I do want to mention uh, a shout out to Andrew Disney, one of the co-creators, yes. who, who watched our episode, enjoyed our episode uh, that we did two weeks ago, and he's kind of in on this ride with us trying to catch up. Um, and we are trying desperately to get him into the studio. He is interested. We're interested. We hope that our ships pass in the night. But yes. thank you. Thank you for taking uh, taking the time out yeah. to... For, uh, to actually watch yeah. and comment on fantastic fan theories and things like that. To, like, it's really cool when creators take an interest in what the fans have to say. Totally. Because, like, a lot of... And, and we love, uh, obviously, our audience and, oh, yeah. like, the relationship that we have with everybody who watches our Rooster Teeth shows. Mm -hmm. But, like... A lot of times, I just feel like we're just four friends talking about TV shows that right. we like at a table, you yeah. know, just talking into well, the ether. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so when the cre the co-creator of a show is like, hey, I like that theory, it's like, you watched? Yeah. What? It's always what? weird when Senpai notices you. Well, but that, that was an, an, an exceptional poll, though, last week, Mark. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The puppy poll. I, I, the puppy poll. Moving forward, yep. I still think that, that there's some relevance to it. Um, but we're not talking about that until next week. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about episode more, three. Uh, yeah, we'll get there a little bit. I want to hear so, more on your theory. Yeah, no, we'll, 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 great. We'll, we'll get there. I think more on is right. For no. sure. But well, so, so, Answer me this, guys. Like, how did you guys feel about this compared to the first couple of episodes? Because totally it's a bit of a shift. I, uh, I kind of liked that we got, like, we went straight into the nitty gritty of it. Like, yeah. that, you know, this is the type of people. And, you know, we know this from the trailer that that was kind of like the path they were going to be going on. Um, and I like that they just dove right into it. Yeah. That they were like, yeah. we need money. Uh, and we're also morally ambiguous people. Yeah. <laughs> At best. <laughs> At best. Why not make a little bit of money on this thing that is, you know, revolutionary? Yeah. Absolutely. No, they definitely doubled down on that whole, uh, I think we talked about it last week, uh, the, the always sunny in Philadelphia thing, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like they're just all like we're, it's going to be a downward spiral. I feel like, and this yeah. is the beginning of that, so I'm pretty excited about and I, it. I love just the idea that like we could use this to change the world and also make money. Make like, a that's that's but, those like, two things. So that like, is against my strict code of ethics. Or I'll report you to the dean. All right, so yeah, how much are we talking? Totally. And I, like, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard that pitch, too, like, regardless of whatever somebody's selling, they're like, we could change the world. Oh, yeah, and we're going to make some money as well? I, I kind of. That's I, the most important part of the pitch. Oh, oh for sure. I just feel world. so bad that he keeps getting pushed around by the dollar sign. Like, do you want, do you want your grant to disappear? Oh, well, I fund your lab and I'll pull your funding. Yep. Like, he's just getting dragged everywhere yep. because of money, and I just feel bad for him. 
He does not deserve this. We're going to see, actually. As a matter of fact, we're going to see. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, when we get to them handing out the, the ads, <laughs> oh I, my God. I think he starts to deserve it a little I bit mean, more. I mean, 100%. Well, let's get into it. So, like, this, we have this cold open, right? And we open on this Berkman orgy to Strawberry Fields. Mark, paint this picture. Do you remember how this opens? Oh, do I, I do remember? I mean, <laughs> do you remember how the, how the forces You're the one opens? who's going to remember Man, this. Yeah. Isn't, like, this yeah, how, like, right? isn't this how, like, nightmares start? Yeah. <laughs> more like the actual thing. So what is going on here? Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. The the, the glasses. I'm going, du- I'm going double. It's I okay. love it. Um, it's this. <laughs> this was Berkman's. Well, one of Berkman's many fantasies, right? Presumably, um, the the song had me bewitched the whole time. Totally. Like, like the the song was my favorite part of the entire scene because it was just weird. Um, but then uh, Larry messing up the whole having a penis thing. Just you know, just that that like, small. Larry, like the first thing is Larry, and oh God, they they it disrupted the dream, which sort of set up for how in some in the dream you can still sort of mess it up. You yeah. don't, you don't have to be outside of it, which we saw yeah. a little bit of in the first couple sure. episodes. It's, it's good I to just, establish early. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just I, I love the little bit. You can hear what they're saying, what the women are saying as they're walking off, and one of the things they say is, "Let's just go have sex just with go, each other." <laughs> she puts on the sweatpants. She's like, "No, you don't. You don't need no, that. No, no, no. Dang it. Deflation. It was just rough. Deflation of what? It popped. Well, no, but then it came back. No, those things like, and we're good. Uh, like, 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 like not yes, anymore. Yep, we're good. I found now. it. Yep, we're good. No, uh, lost it in the matrix. But, but yeah, talk about is... playing hide the sausage, hide the salami. Nope, nope, nope. That is not I what they're not doing. Talk about nope. that, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but but yeah, it is it is very cool that they set up early early on in a very comedic way, so you don't necessarily think about it too much. But like that things can go wrong and that they are not wholly in control mm-hmm. of this crazy fringe yeah, science absolutely. that they're messing with. Yep. Uh, yeah, and, and just, and really, not only sets the tone, but also that, like, that this is the thing of fantasy, right? I love this setup. When he talks about, he says, 222,000 hours of your lifetime of sleep, 9,000 days, 25 years wasted. And in that lab, we were dreamers. We were dreamers. It's so good. Mm. I do also like the fact, uh, when he says, we don't want to hear about your three ways, and technically it was a four way, and then he gets to stay slammed <laughs> off the desk yes. again. Real good. I still think there's something about these agents, man. Do you? Yeah. I, what are you thinking? So, so last, if you if you missed it last week, we also posted it on, our, on uh, a, the ABTV Rooster Team YouTube page. Yeah. But essentially, I feel like Larry's in control of the whole situation. We can't find him. There's, he's nowhere to be found. No. Nope. And there's certain certain things that are popping up in the backgrounds that make it feel like we got a puppy master on, on the controls <laughs> on the ones and twos, and and they seem very. Textbook, yeah. Like this, this episode especially, they were very good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Like textbook good cop, sure, bad cop sure, that yeah, you would yeah. see in a movie, and especially adding the violence against Berkman, like yeah. and how he, how Larry and Berkman interact. Especially, there was a short that came out a couple weeks ago that uh, that was Berkman giving Larry like romance tips. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> what a perfect time to get revenge! Is totally. I'm going to get somebody else to beat the crap out of him, so I don't have to do it. I right. look like the good guy. <laughs> right. So it seems like a, another opportunity to reveal itself that Larry is in fact the person in charge. You know, interesting. You know what I'd like? Maybe this is 
prediction territory. But I, I like that idea. I'd also really like if these guys weren't real cops or real government agents. I'd really love it if they were actually, you know, the, the basically the henchmen of a rival tech company. A oh, shadow like, corporation. Yeah, a shadow oh, men in like, black. I yeah. like that Strux. so much. I like that. They're developing their own brain frame type clone and they're just pumping them for information. Exactly. That's they're basically so hammer tech. Yes. Mm, oh, I like that. Stark, yeah. I like it. I but like they got to save the world from said black hole before yeah. they can make money off of this. Sure, they're working out the bugs, right? Yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of those unforeseen, yeah, exactly, consequences <laughs> or, you know, black holes. Uh, so they immediately set up the fact that they need some money, right? So we go to, uh, we cut to the dean. You know, the, the, he we're sitting in this room with the dean. Megan, what did you think about the dean? What was your impression there? Uh, I mean, it was kind of classic '80s. You know, it was it was that classic like, oh, that dean, that stuffy dean. Mm, yeah. But like at the same time, it's like this is clearly a corrupt individual because he can't just ask two of his researchers for eighteen thousand dollars out of pocket. Right. Like. That's shady. That seems a little weird, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I, I, you get that, you get that, you know, this guy, you know, his dad has tons of money and that he's a benefactor of the school and everything like that. But I feel like you can't just ask for eighteen thousand dollars. Like, that's not on the up and up. Right. I, feel, I feel like there's a the school should have a repair budget built in somewhere. Like, you always kind of have, I hesitate to call it a rainy day budget, but you leave a little wiggle room in case something happens that must be replaced. Well, at the very least, insurance. Yeah, that's Like, true. he's completely BSing them. <laughs> right. Students don't pay for repairs to a building because of a laboratory accident. And he's rounding up. Yeah, it, it's it's a power play to be sure. Oh yeah, um, and it it goes a little deeper in the next episode, but it it feels like he's just mm. trying to figure out a way to get back at these two specifically. Yeah, yeah. because the dean and again classic eighties, well, right? like the yeah, dean the, has yeah, it out for them. Totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> again, we have this rich guy whose name is on the building, and we have his failure of a human being son. Mm. So I can just imagine the dean being like. Well, and he knows, and he because knows you know that last name. Too. Totally, right? Like, he's terrified. Like, the only thing that my father, like, d- that likes less than hearing about my failures is hearing them from other people. Like, they just them broke me. Yeah. Like, the poor guy. Yeah, it's one of those, it, again, it goes back and forth. We're, we're talking about how he's potentially a villain, but, like, he's so pathetic that, like, you know, he's still a person, but he's so pathetic that it's, like, it's hard not to feel bad for him even though we're getting lots of indications that he's very much heading on the path of, like, straight-up supervillainy. But this yeah. never would have happened if he hadn't, you know, dragged his ex down there. To, yeah, no, it's still his fault. Yeah. This is a supervillain origin story. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, and they leave there a little dejected, right? So, like, Sam yeah. and Connor are walking back, and Sam says, like, uh... They, they they trade insults about being the impediment, right? And he's like, I don't think you know what an impediment was. And then Sam comes back with a, if I lose my grant, I'm naming you in my suicide note. <laughs> oh, it was unbelievable. You're an asshole. Right? <laughs> That's one of the, mo- the the most dickish thing you can say. It was I mean, dark. It's I know. Beyond there, dark. Yeah. But God damn. Ugh. Awful. Well, uh, you know, what? Like, it, it kind of paints a picture too. Science is this guy's life, mm-hmm. and yeah. he doesn't have the means to do science. And I mean, well, he's he on a life full work, scholarship, right? right? Totally. And okay. it's his life's work, and like, yeah, just being upside down like that over his screw up, be a nightmare. Yeah. Be a nightmare. Um, so we we come back to the, the we come back to the lab, and we this is one of my like my favorite Connor moments of all. They come back in there, and they're trying to explain to Larry they're just fire sailing it right, and it's over. And Larry, uh, 
Larry asks if it was his fault. He says, not yours, but like a big part of it was yours, which is one of my, like, <laughs> I was just feeling really bad for Connor, and then I'm like, he took it out on Larry, of all people? Why would you take it out on that Larry? That just I mean, seems like a punching bag here. The puppy master. His middle name is Punching Bag. It really is. For God's sake. And well, it's sad because I like Larry because he's just so kind. He's, he's the caboose of this show, let's be real. And like when he says it's mostly your fault, he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I know, totally. He just agrees with it. He's like such a door doormat. It like was rough. It was tar- it was hard to watch. Do I get any of it? You're an intern. Yeah, right. yeah. No money for him. And he but he accepts it. He's like at least he gets to keep the dog but your comment on him being the caboose of this episode goes a lot deeper because anybody's familiar with the deep recesses of caboose's mind we're in for some crazy shit with Larry this is true <laughs> talk like, a, talk a, like a pirate dream <laughs> oh my point. god yes <laughs> he, he goes on to say that a girl came into the lab and you were just starting to make consistent eye contact right like the bar is so low for this guy it's tough it's tough to watch he spends all of his time in a in a danky low lit laboratory, you know, just getting you know just getting dumped on. Yeah. Like, does people. he go to this school? Who is Larry? Like, no wonder he loves the puppies <laughs> so much. <laughs> Who is Larry? I, I totally yeah. agree, right? Like, no like, wonder puppies the, are what makes puppies, sense to him. The puppies are the, probably the one thing in his life that give him positive affirmation because puppies just love everyone. Oh, the puppies accept him. Oh, warts and all. So we're we're setting up this whole uh, we're setting up the, the how they transition to the business, and we cut back to Hannah and her mom, and this is maybe her aunt, uh, aunt, correct. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in the entire episode. I kind of love this. Do you remember how the starts, Katie? You got that smile, like I she, just she, remember the have another lesbian face. Wait, say that again. Have another lesbian face? No, no. The, have another lesbian face. <laughs> no, no, Clear the other part. That's absolutely what stuck in my mind because just the repetition of what? Yeah, no, totally. So that's one of the things. Uh, we'll get there in two seconds. I love how this opens up with the nightmare, right? The phone yeah. rings. Yeah. And then Felice Navi Dead shows back up. We, we, we see her hacked <laughs> in half. It's Santa, so, no. <laughs> so good. Yeah, and I mean, that again, it's a common thing in like 80s horror movie tropes is the fake out dream. Mm. And it was nice that since we had like a big 80s horror movie in the last episode, it was nice to get that, oh, like, bet. It was great. I'm and just, I'm waiting for the fact that she's been having continual nightmares ever since that happened like right. every time she sleeps and then by the end of this she becomes the third anchor I'm waiting for that to come back around in terms of plot oh interesting I hadn't even thought about that I thought it was oh there was good that there was some like still PTSD from that whole episode that she didn't leave and like everything was fine and like things are great and she's gonna I'm not dreading right falling asleep I'm not dreading right. every time I close my eyes totally I'm just excited we keep getting the return of the candy candy chainsaw candy, candy, candy yes. chainsaw yes, yes. Yeah. I, I love that actor too it's all it's only like bite sized pieces but but, but, but perfect he's wonderful and but I adore perfect. him yeah. I was really well, hoping you had a hat on in here this week too <laughs> <Megan>. well <laughs> surprise should have brought well, it if we Eventually, uh, one of my favorite 80s horror movies ever, and by one of, I mean probably my favorite, is um, is Dream Warriors. <laughs> okay, Nightmare I thought you were going to say Santa's Sleigh. No! Oh. 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 Might as well go with Robert while we're down that I have seen that movie. I have seen that movie. But Dream Warriors, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, uh, I'm waiting for, like, it's entirely possible. That, like, the whole premise of that movie is these kids using, like, their dreams to fight back against this yep. malevolent force. I would love it if at some point Hannah uses Mexican Santa to to attack somebody. Oh, as a weapon in as her a arsenal. Weapon. Yeah, I that love she that. learns to control. That's so good. 
Mark, Mark looks pensive. You just broke Mark. Just like an avatar. <laughs> like like Go a Go forth and conquer. <laughs> A giant a mechanized Mexican Santa? Yes! yes! Mexican, Mexican. Mexican. Keep going. Uh-huh. Mexican. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. I like this. I'll allow it. I think the thing I loved so much about the scene was, like, again, to your point, Katie, she says, like, uh, have another lesbian scene. And uh, obviously, uh, Hannah knows her aunt, right? Knows that she had the scene. I wanted to ask you guys, have you, like, through the course of conversations, as you've gotten to know your parents and or your aunts and uncles, have you gotten to know them as a person and learned some stuff that kind of threw you off Kilter a little bit, like realigned your perception of maybe who they were when when you were a kid. Yeah, um, my uh, more not so much as an adult, like because this is stuff you notice when you're coming of age. Of, like sure, yeah. the realization that your parents aren't perfect totally. and everything like that. For me, it was finding out that my parents in high school were actually kind of troublemakers. Like Go on. they got into trouble a little bit. Like there was a day where my great grandma was over and she was talking to um, my grandpa and my mom and she's like I remember you know talking to my mom sure. I remember when you went onto the water tower and wrote I'm queen for a day <laughs> and my mom uh, like kind of a deer in the headlights she's like well no I didn't write I'm queen for a day grandma I actually just wrote my name also dad I snuck out of the house in high school and defaced the water tower <gasps> that's a thing I did and I'm sitting here going like I'm a little goody too. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> That's your get out of jail free card. It's in your blood. Forever. No matter what you do, you're like, a oh, water tower. Oh, water, water tower. tower. That's Remember, all Mom, I'm queen for a day? Oh, yeah. Or whatever you wrote? I, I would be your name. Consistently. I mean, forever. <laughs> Kitty, what about you? My mom was a party girl in college. What is she? When did you learn <laughs> this, she though? Ju- when I was talking with her about when I was in college, actually, and she's like, you should go out for sororities. You should do recruitments. And so I did, and she started telling me her sorority stories about how they would get kiddie pools and everyone would right. bring a bottle of liquor and you just mix it all in there mm. and then you lie on the floor with a straw and that's your drink for the night <laughs> and how she all had right. a yeah. bottle of liquor that you know had a really tiny top and really wow I'm lacking words but you know very round at the bottom okay oh, yeah. Like and she was trying to get it back to the sorority house, and so she put it in her coat. <laughs> so she's carrying this Amazing. in her coat, and the campus security stops her and goes, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine, mentally thinking. I didn't sure. drink that much. And they go, well, okay, in your condition, you probably shouldn't be walking that far. Can we give you a ride? That's amazing. They, they, oh, they thought she was so. pregnant. And I got so much grief when I was growing up for being a nerd, and then my mom tells me, yeah, we didn't have DVR when I was your age. Sure. We, I used to schedule my college classes around Star Trek reruns, and I'm like, you don't get to say anything <laughs> anymore. <laughs> That's so good. Brilliant, Mark. Like it runs in the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. It's, you know where you get it from. And nurture. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, jeez. For, for me, it wasn't. It wasn't anything too huge. It was just like leaps of. I didn't know you did that. Like, like really? my, my dad talked about how he he was in. He went to London for like seven months. He like lived in London for for a short period of time. And when I was just there for for my honeymoon, he was like, "Oh, go here, there, there." It's like, how do you know so much about that? Oh yeah, I I was there with with some buds for a couple months. And he, Why did that happen? And I found out my okay. I found out my grandfather was uh, like took several trips to Jamaica. I have wow. no idea why, but he, my dad told me this. Like, oh, that must have been when he was in Jamaica. When was Wait, he in Jamaica? Yeah. This was after he yeah. passed, so I couldn't ask him about no. it. I was like, what? You're making Grandpa so much more interesting. <laughs> Not to say and that he wasn't interesting, but now I can't. Exactly. Now I can't yeah. ask him more about it. 
It's so cool. Yeah. It's so interesting when that stuff shows up. I think um, mine actually happened relatively recently, and I hope I don't get shit for saying this on the internet, but um, my sister recently was, was married, and uh, when she had been, we were all at a family dinner kind of discussing the idea of marriage, and my sister's the youngest, um, and she was kind of like, yeah, I think he's going to propose, and talking to my mom and dad about it. My dad, very casually at the dinner table, drops this, well, you know, just make sure you get it right, Barbara, because, you know, the first woman that I proposed to said no, and thank God, because I married your mother, and you guys are all here, and my mother just very politely looks up from what she was eating and was like, we'll talk after dinner, John. <laughs> they continue, like, they've been married at 35 years at this point, and, like, all of us were like, what? Even mom didn't know. Uh, no, no, my mom didn't know, oh, much less the rest of us. No, she clearly did not. So she looked like a champ, and my mom was such a pro, just like... Let's talk after dinner, John. All right. Oh my God. But I, I love those moments when you're like, re, like you're We're really. Like, oh yeah, my parents yeah. are a person. They want, yeah, that, that's the word. It's they're a person, right? And so I kind of loved this moment, like in the show, because like it very much just like humanizes your aunts and your parents. I just I, I love that so much. It's one of the reasons that I really dig this show. It's just those moments. Uh, Mike's vlogs in chat says it's insane when you have those Marty McFly moments. Uh, oh, that's a good way yeah, to put it. Yeah. For but sure. You drink? You smoke? Yeah. <laughs> and if we're talking about grandparents, my grandma was overseas during World War II. She was a nurse. Evidently, she obtained a small dog and then lost it in Paris and delayed leaving to go back to the States until she could find her small dog in Paris. Wow. So this is my grandma who's coming back from D-Day, coming back from being an army nurse, got a dog when she was definitely not supposed to, <laughs> lost the dog, waited to find the dog before she went home. Like, It's an what? illegal foreign dog. Your grandma's so badass. It's amazing. <laughs> she also used to feed squirrels in her backyard and named them all. This well, is again, she grandma. served a day day. Uh, like that's she, she badass. Said, she used. She told us that you could tell how many people were coming back on the boat by how low it sat in the water. Oh, I love it. Jeez. It was. Uh, yep. Shout out to our puppy master Stephen, who's in on, the booth and had been on literally yep. looking for any opportunity to play well, that in song. In honor of in honor of the dog, she brought over Snoop Dogg. I'm I, I kind of grandma like, Colin was a total badass. Any opening for that. So, like, it, it occurs to her when she says, so she skips right over the lesbian thing. Let's get back to Hannah. Hannah says, Hannah's aunt says, uh, I would pay anything to get back to that type of experience. And it dawns on Anna, they can monetize this bitch. Let's make some money. <laughs> she starts seeing, like, fat, you know, she starts seeing dollar totally. signs. And she's like, let's fat develop stacks? a, a Were you going for fat stacks? Fat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I believe the phrase you were looking for signs. was making it rain. Money, money, <laughs> money, money, money. Money. <laughs> money. So and I, she she leaves there and she goes back to the lab and she pitches the gang on on this idea. Do you remember how this went? Did you what, what, what's going on in this scene for you guys? Just uh, I just love Berkman coming in and going. You stole my idea again. Stole my idea. Um, and then absolutely making it up. And Mexican Santa coming up. That's a really good idea, Berkman. Yeah. <laughs> that totally didn't happen. Well, so, so that's a little bit later. Uh, that's one of my favorite yeah. Berkman moments. But I really dig. But, but the way she pitched it to them. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think there was this whole like. She acknowledges that it was a crazy, fucked up, yeah. terrible time. And she was just talking about like how like she's kind of this is just changed it, I don't know. I, I don't know what the how to how to language that right, but like it it was exciting and yeah. real and in the moment and she'd kind of been on this routine. She was just talking she's to like, like and about You did a terrible thing to me and you're not forgiven, but we can do some good with this. Right. And also make boatloads of cash, and that's really the only reason why I'm talking to any of you. Yeah. <laughs> she seemed thrilled by it, right? Yeah. Though, like, 
I just thought, what a cool moment that to, like somebody having have something totally recontextualized this terrible now, traumatic event. Quick question sure. though, just because we had the 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 dream fake out earlier. Is there a chance, and we, we see that, you know, things in the brain frame when we get to it, you know, don't exactly go as planned. Is there a chance that someone being in the brain frame, when something goes wrong, we know that the cerebral hangover is a thing, and we know that there are physical, by the end of this episode, physical things can happen to you. Um, but what is the, what are the odds of, like, something going wrong in the brain frame and that messing with your mind to the point where when you're out of it, you start hallucinating? That'd be like, interesting. Like, it messes with your perception of reality. Well, I mean, I think that, that goes to... Like a waking dream. However deep somebody can dream. I think that's, that's a person-by-person basis. Um, I think that's definitely a possibility. But um, it, w- I f- it would have to be something extreme, I figure. Well, but I mean, after a couple of days of straight sleep deprivation, human beings do start to hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Yep. People yep. have seen, like, walls randomly catch on fire sure. and stuff like that. They just... That was a plot device in the new Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, which was a ter- terrible movie, but it was a good plot device. It was, like, a, it was a decent it was a learning point. Because that's scientific. That's a thing. You, you look at the timeline of sleep deprivation, and after like five days, it's like, nah, you're seeing things. Nope. Also, why are you awake after five days? Right. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, let's, 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 we got to start moving through this because we're running a little bit lean on time, and I can yeah. talk to you guys about this all day. But all we, day. we get right into they, they they shake hands on it. We've got the black hole. Immediately, I love that they shake hands. They cut yes, to that future with the yes. black hole. What a, what a wonderful cut! This is your future, right? Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. And then they, we go into probably my favorite uh, montage of the, the the series so far, where they're handing out the flyers, right? And we <laughs> we see Connor laughing from a distance. You touched on that earlier. What were we going to say? Uh, both the laughing at a distance is so Michael Scott cringy, mm-hmm. plus the addition of. The, hey, do you girls want to have the time of my life unconscious in my lab? Yeah, Don't yeah. worry, I'll pay you. Pepper spray. And instantly, we're just like, you have no idea how to talk to people whatsoever. Right. And you spent pro- too long in that lab. Yeah, yeah. too long in that lab. I do love the laugh from a distance that, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> was great. Uh, we see Larry passing out flyers, breaks Berkman's windshield wiper, throws the rest of him in the air, and then Berkman comes back and says, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> He's very upset about the quality of the flyers. And also remembers it as being his idea. Like, this is totally my idea. This totally did not happen. I Let's know. move on. <laughs> but I have, like, five yes. customers for you. There's a, there's an example of your uh, awake hallucin- hallucinations is Berkman. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think that's just ego. That might just be the drugs, though. He can, he can come in and say that with that much force of personality that you can, as much as I hate to say it, it's a Donald Trump thing. You can make wow. people. You can make people second guess themselves just by insisting this was a thing. This was a thing. This is real. This is real. And having that force of personality for I, good I, or for ill. Confidence sells it. I yeah. am waiting for Donald Trump for the day after he loses this election to look somebody in the eyes and go, "I never ran for president." I'm waiting for that. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, that, oh. but, definitely will happen. But that also, I, I think. Um, something that I mentioned last episode too was the fact that any time that Berkman gets quoted directly, it's not, oh, this is kind of what it was. It's this is the exact thing that happened. So he has such clarity when it comes to that stuff. Who knows if if this is his reality? I have or not. yeah, I have yeah. a lot of questions about his perception of reality. Mm-hmm. Well, Bergman has this amazing quote. He says, "A couple notes for you. Why don't you go back to the 1800s? Say hello to your great grandfather and bite his dick off because this makes me wish you were never born." <laughs> 
brutal. Pretty yeah, brutal. it's pretty bad. Brutal. Just yikes. But to your point, he does bring in not only the first customer, but the next several. He set up the iCal. We, we bring in Eli. Uh, he's Elijah. You can call him Eli. I don't want to call him anything. I know. Oh, God, no. Definitely want... <laughs> I want to set up his dream. Megan, do you remember what his dream scenario is? Uh, what is? How could I forget? Yeah. I'm going to have nightmares about I, it. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> Basically, he wants to have sex with his ex, who, yep. who dumped him in high school, Can mind I? you, uh, in front of her entire family and their entire graduating class. Of 2003, which tells you when this sure. was. Which, you know, again, gives you a clear indication as to how long he's been fixating yep. on this woman. In college, and her, <laughs> yeah, and Jesus her. Well, who says that Berkman found this in college? Just yeah, that he they plays were, on the softball. Yeah, league. they they're on the same softball right. team, right? Right, but and in front of her current husband as who well. Just. Beat cancer is a father of three, two or adop- one is adopted. Oh, yeah, oh, what, what, a man. what a dick! All of that stuff together, please. Oh. He, but what an MC, right? Like he just yeah. Berkman just kills it. My he's, absolute he's just favorite part it. of this whole dream sequence was Shannon McCormick as the vampire <laughs> dentist. <laughs> I was what was dying. that? Nothing. We use it for storage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your teeth? I mean, bang. God, has Shannon McCormick get get typecast or what? He makes makes really, really good creepy people. This is like his fourth one in a row. It was nice to see a cameo from his character in Day 5, though. It was pretty nice that they're joining those Uh, characters. It's just a shared universe. (laughs) It's like he's got Wash and he's got Ozpin, and then all of his live action stuff is just the Uh, creeper is cranked up to 55. This is a shared universe with Day 5. Like... Be very interesting because this, the whole like brain frame thing centers around sleep. Yeah, oh. this is the opposite of day five. Actually, yeah. <laughs> the exact opposite. Caitlin Kate Geddes <laughs> says you've been up for five days if you're a character in day five. Yeah, I yeah. boot her. Yeah. I boot her. That, yeah. was, that was terrible, but I love that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I actually really I liked the Shannon McCormick. I really liked the fact that um, Eli ends up like on top of uh, Sam's fifth grade math teacher. I thought that <laughs> Who was just, trying to teach him the Pythagorean theorem? You don't learn that in fifth, fifth grade. grade. Ta- ter- well, he's a smart kid. And, um, and, is uh, he, and uh, is mm, he though? Uh, a privileged child. How about that? Right? Yeah. Like, it was some accelerated math at a very young age. We didn't even get Hakeem Olajuwon. Hakeem the Dream wasn't there. That was um, the joke. I know. So yeah. The fact that he wanted the dream. I know. I know. It was very funny. It was. It was very good. It was and very and well. it wasn't. I do like the fact that they didn't explicitly call that out. They just let you know that Akeem Olajuwon's name was he the dream. Didn't even get Akeem. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been something where they were trying to get him, and he was like, "Nah," but they wanted to take. But they works. wanted to acknowledge it. <laughs> yeah. So, I know we are running a little lean on time because these episodes are so dense, but one of the things that I really wanted to ask you guys would be, like, if this were a thing and and you could go purchase your ideal, your your perfect, like, brain frame scenario, what would it be? Katie, can I start with you? Tell me about your brain frame scenario. What are you paying hard cash money American for in the brain frame? Well, I'm going to be an easy act to follow Do because it. there's no way in hell. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, here, we're going to take you down to this basement with these creepy people and we're going to hook you up to this very uh, experimental technology that messes with your brain. And by the way, here are some side effects and it's all fake. Like, let's see. And what are the pros of this? No. 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 I'm the person where if people asked, oh, what fictional character would you want to be? I go, none. Neither. None of them. Because they all have problems. 
But if it did exist and you could pay money for no strings, have, I would still not be doing it. No we're strings. Because it's no just strings. creepy just, no, basement. It's just too, okay, too I'm, creepy. It's creepy experimental technology okay. in someone's basement right. that's several okay. hundred let's dollars. Have, let's, let's have a fun party over on this side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the cool kids are going to be over here. Yeah, in now, the brain uh, I, bet your grandma, I bet your grandma would have had a better answer. <laughs> I don't think my, you don't know my grandma. I don't think she would have done it either. I'm just giving you She would have called it malarkey and told me I could spend my money better somewhere else. Triple word score from malarkey. That is amazing. Yeah. Megan, Megan, malarkey. I'm the exact opposite right. because I would want to be the protagonist. Okay. Uh, it's really hard not to just straight up say superpowers. Sure. Um, I think flying or super speed. Like, okay. I would absolutely love to be in a scenario where I have super either, one of those two superpowers. Okay. I think that'd be fantastic. I like it. Or Protagonists I could just have the most problems. Or I could just be a straight up magical girl. That would be fun. Right. That would be fun. I, I, be I, want a, I want a transformation sequence. Is that so wrong? No. <laughs> Worth every penny. And you just get a YouTube link and everything when yes. you're done. That's all yes. I want. You're easy. Mark, what do you got? Uh, so am I. Star Wars. Okay. Nice. Yep. What? What I, I so, never yeah, would have. I me a never would have gotten that. What are you doing that. in Star Wars? All of it. Okay. Yep. It's easy. Um, multiple payments. God. Different. Different movie a night. Oh, uh, different I like experience. You're you a repeat customer as already. Who? So I kind of like that. Stealing the Death Wicked. Star plans. I don't care. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stealing the Death Star plans. Um, fighting uh, to duel of so, the fates, of course. Of course. I'll be one of the boxes who didn't die. Of course. Nice. So it's so funny that you mentioned Star Wars because mine's along those lanes, same lines. So uh, driving over here, I was like, I know I asked you guys this, and then I didn't come up with one of my own. And I'm like, real good, Dee. I know. So here's what I want. I want a like a road trip in the Millennium Falcon. It's myself, <laughs> Chewie, Geralt from The Witcher Three, and I want Neil deGrasse Tyson there, kind of. No, dude, Neil would be such a buzzkill. No, 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 he would be amazing. He'd be like, I talk about space all the time, but now I get to see it. He's just running to all the windows, and he's having the time of his life, and I'm playing that 3D Star Wars chess against... Chewie? Against Chewie, but of course. Play, I get, well, against Geralt, and che- Chewie's giving me like tips in my ear. Like, You wouldn't, you wouldn't pay, play the card game, which name escapes like, me? From Witcher. Oh, no, Gwent is terrible. Yeah, Gwent. Gwent is no? okay. the, the worst part of that I don't want to play Gwent with the Millennium Falcon. I want Geralt there. I want to play again. I want to play Do you want Geralt there up. specifically to help you pick up chicks? I mean, he's so a, cool. <laughs> he's so cool. See, I think you're doing there specifically so you in the could beat him at space chess. I just, I just want that group. And, like, I'm making Neil deGrasse Tyson's. Like, I'm doing good in the world because he actually gets to go to space instead of just talking about it. <laughs> this is my brain frame. And we've got our folks uh, on Twitter using the hashtag ABTV Crunch Time taking part. Uh, Mike's vlog says, what kind of trip would I pay for? in crunch time GTA 5 just put me in GTA yeah. 5 and give me invincibility my man and flight I love I'm it I'm officially worried That's about you That's an excellent answer uh, I mean, I, Super worried look, about you but you can work things out in that world right? and it's better than doing it in real life Keeping it on brand Caitlin Geddes says not gonna lie I would pay to become Neo pre-volume 3 because I love Roman Torchwick so much oh, So we're going okay, full okay. Ruby on that one yeah. okay. Staying on brand I appreciate it I was gonna say how great would it be talk? to be a huntress or a hunter yeah. That would be, that would be uh, I would specifically be Professor Port in case nobody was asking. But um, if you if the you want to tell us the most problems. I, are, yes. <laughs> but I have a sweet I have a sweet mustache and axe and a blunderbuss. But if you want to tell us what your ideal dream scenario would be, let us know in the comments down Please. below or on Twitter using hashtag ABTV Crunch. Gauntlet guns, guys. Such a Gauntlet pro- guns. <laughs> Only one. Turkey fists. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is always the Sorry, answer. Sorry, that was in- to, Yeah, to wow. Everything. Wow. Okay. So we come it's out. It's an we, involuntary we, we, response. You guys had is some it? great answers. Uh, <laughs> Eli, we come out of the dream. Eli's dick is bleeding. Things have gone very bad. <laughs> a new side effect. Just that's a I new side effect. I'm bleeding from uh, every orifice. And look at Larry like a champ. 
Mm. Yeah, Larry, Larry sorry, is a sorry. champ. He's trying to help clean that up. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, kind of got what he deserved because he's a horrible person for, for having this fantasy, I guess. Is he? I don't know. I like, I don't, uh, it's not my jam, but I'm just really not going to pass that anyone? judgment. No, totally. And he it's deserves just the vampire. A <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so... They go back. We 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 learn that Hannah's going to be kind of the third wheel going going forward, right? Like obviously Sam can't do it anymore. They renegotiate. She's she's up to what thirty five percent. Yeah, and we start and CFO and CFO. That's right. And we start lining up the rest of the clients. So like we're off we're off and running. Because Berkman already has like yeah the next one's not any freaky sex stuff. He just wants to ride on a dragon that sounds like Sean Connery. So pull up some Braveheart clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Dragonheart. Dragon Dragonheart. Not, not, not gonna lie, being in Dragonheart also sounds pretty sweet. True story. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Fact. Um, so it, you know we end with the the guys in the hazmat suits. We lose one of them being sucked into the black hole, and then we roll credits. Guys, I know we got to wrap very soon, but I wanted to know. Um, we ended last week's episode on Mark's amazing observation slash prediction. We'll see how it proves out. I want to know where you think this is going. I know we've seen through four. W- what's next? Do you have any observations from this week, or what's what, what are you kind of looking forward to in the weeks to come? It's getting more. He, I mean, it's it's naturally building more tension, but we're seeing still a lot of one note characters, and and it's it's being presented like Sam is being presented as the worst possible person. Sure. So. I still think that that this is in somebody's mind. There have been less notes this episode to suggest that it's possibly Larry. Um, Did we get in this one that that there are people missing? No. No. Okay. Nope. Forgive me. Then then I'll I'll, I'll move away from that. But um, regardless, I I think that this is still somebody's simulation in the brain frame. Whether there is nothing to specifically point out Larry in this episode, Mm -hmm. but... um, I, I, I think he's he's one of the major people involved, and especially for how antagonized he's being. Yeah, oh, totally, right? Yeah. Like, I, I want a triumphant return from the man. Meg, what do you think? Like, what, what's... I, I like Mark's idea of it going, like, full total recall on uh, on everybody. You <sighs> don't know what's real. <laughs> but um, I'm sticking with my, with my theory that these agents are actually from, or at least, you know, representing a shadow corporation that wants to use this technology for their own means. I like that so much. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm doubling down on the men in black idea. I like it. They're they're Fair either enough. hammer tech or they're the men in black. Could be either. Don't care. Well, we are halfway through. We've got a long way to go from here to black hole. It's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, guys, we have, to, uh, we have to wrap up. Thank you so much for joining us. All the way at the end of the day, Katie, where can people get a hold of you? You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiajet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. You can also find me on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Star Wars Rebels is Tuesdays. Arrow is Wednesdays. The Red vs. Blue season finale is this Wednesday. If things go well, we may well have a special guest, so stay tuned for that. Z Nation is actually right before this. We do it Mondays at 7. Thank you for Mike's Vlogs and Caitlin Geddes for holding down the Twitter hashtag. Thank you for Mike's Vlogs for holding it down in the live chat. You are wonderful human beings. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Any write articles for the movie chick? That's chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Um, Mark Bidonica on Twitter, Rooster, ABTV Rooster Team for all of us, where you can keep yes. up with all of our updates. Uh, if you're going to the Burbank screening of Ruby this Wednesday, unfortunately, I'm not going to be at the RVB, but I'm going to be there. So find me there. Ha- find me on Twitter. <laughs> find him on Twitter. Find me. Find him. <laughs> find him. You can find me at Peter the Guys, thank you so much for watching. Come back for episode four. We'll see you then. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Por favor, no Santa! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.